previously on We Are More Than The Podcast. Right. Sure, you can have it. Sure. <laughs> you, so, you weren't selfish. Right. Really. Gotcha. Now, I can't say the same thing about my siblings, but that's another conversation for another time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's the reason why I'm the favorite child. <laughs> but it, you know, <laughs> it, it is. It is what it is. Ain't no, ain't no secrets no more. Everybody so knows you, I'm you a favorite kid. You're saying the same thing I'm saying. I'm yeah. trying to tell you Jesus loves Jesus me love more you and, and you telling Delaney me Delaney K and, and WJ love me more than oh, they love man, everybody that, else. That must be a Libra thing. Yeah, man. but gotta we, be. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, the scale's always tipping yeah, out. Yeah, like, <laughs> everybody's favorite person is a Libra. You right. know, that's just what it is. Can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> so ha- has there ever been people, like who, who has influenced you? On the way. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running. So terrible, dog. My list is bad, bro. Because um, <laughs> my list is so bad. Because you know, I came up again. I'm telling you, I needed protection. So dope boys would protect me, hold me down. Dope boys wouldn't let me get too involved. Cause like, yo, man, you got a future. Everybody thought I was going to be a big time athlete, man. And uh, some things kind of happened that, that happened that kind of dispelled that or whatever, man. But either way, cats were like, yo, you got a future, man. I can't let you get tied up. And um, <laughs> my my life, dog, I woke up every morning to Biggie Smalls, went to sleep every night to Biggie. Unfortunately, I tried to live some things like Biggie, but he was a huge influence to me, man. I had a coach in high school that would take me to practice, bring me home every day. Um, for football, track, basketball. And he only coached me in football and track. He would come to school after practice for basketball and take me home. And some days I need to ride, he would pick me up, man. Um, he, he was a big influence. Uh, people I would see on TV, man, would influence me because I, I always looked ahead and um, cats that were in my life weren't really just making the biggest and best moves. So uh, it, it's it's hard to pinpoint one person, bro. Um, there've been so many. I'm thankful to them all, but but some of them, you know, I took some positive from some negatives. You know, I tell people all the time, you can what they say, you learn a lot from a dummy. So you can learn a lot from people's mistakes. Um, and I always try to have a passion about learning from all sides of it, bro. People that look like me, people that don't look like me, people that come from where I'm from, people that not from where I'm from. You can always learn something from everybody, okay? It wasn't until I became more of an adult that I started, you know, putting some things around some other people and trying to pull from what they do and what they do. I mean, even yourself, bro, you like you follow your passions and your talents and that's motivated, bro. So I've I've tried to see if there's something I can do with my talents, too. You know, so I mean, I I get it. So you're doing it, bro. I hear you, bro. (laughs) You're doing it. It ain't one of those, you know, what can I do with my talents? Like, um, what is it? An orator? Okay. Is that what they call it? Sure. Yeah. Like, as far as being able to speak with just unscripted. Right. And it, I consider it um, some of the best freestylers in the world. <laughs> can, can just go. And it's like, yo, how did he, how did he do that? How did he put this story together off of a freestyle? Right. And it's, it's one of those things that I've, I've seen you do. One of the most gregarious people outside of my pops that I've ever seen. Like I, it's one of those. You in the presence of Chris Jackson, it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's it's no one's uncomfortable. Uh, 
we it's just a it's a it's a good time and it's that in inviting i've never come here and felt like i was out of place oh good that's great um there have been amazing people that i met that's a part of your friend group because it was it was one of those hey k know me mm. and they were like yo you know chris you good with us yeah, that's cool and i'm like damn like that's that's Again, what's in the name? Like, so it's it's one of those, yo, because you know the homie, you good with us. And I'm like, damn, okay, That's cool. Good. I thank you cool. for hearing so, that. So like, and it's it's one of those is is magnetic, it's infectious, because people can't you can't emulate that. That's that's one of those things. It's gotta be in you and not on you. Oh man. And that's just one of those things that you just you just got it. That, maybe that's a maybe that's a talent. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's bro. also you know maybe a Libra thing. Maybe so, <laughs> and that's that's always been a goal, bro. I appreciate that, man. Because yeah. that that's always been a goal. I know what it's like to to be to feel like an outsider, man. And it's cold, bro. It's cold. You know, one of our good friends, I, I would tell him um, when he was climbing the chain, I would say, "Look, man, when you like somebody, and it feels like." A toasty fireplace on a snowy evening, bro. Mm-hmm. But when you don't like somebody, it feels like that same snowy evening in shorts and socks outside the house. I said, so you, you got to find a way, man, even if you hate people, to, to incorporate them and feel like they have value. And that's something I've always trying to do, Kay, is make people feel they have value. Because I think when you feel like you have value, that's the difference between life and death. That's the difference in what decisions you're willing to make. That's the difference in the sacrifices you're willing to make because you feel like it's going to be worth something on the end. If you feel like your life ain't worth nothing, dog, you're willing to die for anything. Um, That's what I try to tell these young people all the time. These young people, man, they don't care if they die because they don't feel they have any value. They don't feel they put anything on this planet that's worth continuing to put on this planet. So they're willing to die for anything. Um, That's the tough part, man. Back when I was coming up, we would fight. And we would fight, man. I'm going to tell you, dog, when you would have sleepovers, you would turn the lights off. You would beat your friends up. You know what I mean? Turn them back on and be good. You know right. what I'm saying? Or you and your homie hated each other for that day. You would fight after school, whether it be meet at the curb or down at the street. You know what I'm saying? You would fight and then be good. But nowadays, yo, cats are just. Hey, they shoot. Yeah. Ain't no fighting. Ain't no fighting. It's, it's one ain't of no those. talking. Yeah. Ain't no fighting. And it ain't even verifying the reason I'm shooting you, bro. Oh, allegedly you said this on social media. Now you my op. Now I'm going to see you, which when we came up, meant we're going to put these hands up. Right. But now it's like you're going to see me, but I'm going to shoot at you. And that's it. Because again, Kate, what am I living for, dog? If I don't feel like I got any value and the only value I have is the fact that I want cats in these streets to fear me. Then I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do for cats in these streets to fear me. Okay, so this is a conversation that that me and my cousin had yesterday. I'm sorry, yeah. Mariana listens. My cousin and I Bruh. had yesterday because she always <laughs> English. She always corrects me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you rather be feared or respected? Mm. I respect it for me, but I'm a mature adult. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And even when I was coming up and and banging and doing all this other stuff, man. I didn't necessarily want to be feared. I wanted you to know my name, but I didn't want you to run when I pulled up. I got you. I, I'm i torn mm. with that. Um, when it pertains, I can't even say to my kids, just in my logic thinking, fear rears respect. Well, okay. Can it, can it flip-flop though? Can respect rear fear? No, respect doesn't rear fear. Okay. 
I don't think so. And the reason why I say fear rears respect is that you may fear me enough to respect me, even if it's false respect. Okay. You'll fear me enough to respect me. You get to know you get to know me. You really respect me. But respect doesn't necessarily rear fear. Mm. And that was uh, it, it was one of those things that we kind of talked about back and forth because I've always been one where I'm like, yo, if I'm if I'm feared, that's one thing. If you respect me out of fear, then that's another thing. And then once you get to know me and then that respect just becomes a mutual respect for me. Like I've always had a, a respectful, healthy fear for, of my parents. Sure. Now that I'm an adult and I can actually sit at the table and add to the table, then it's respect. Okay. But I, I feared them based off of what they could do to me, what they could take away from me, this, that, and the third. <laughs> and then I respected what it is that they could do to not let me have, but then the love that they gave me for the things that they were introducing me to became a versus fear, fearful respect, now respect. Because ain't nothing you can do to me. Like you, you say something crazy to me, I can leave and go home. Right. But and it's it's always been that that's that's probably going to be an ongoing conversation. Does do you rather respect than fear, or fear over respect? And my analogy is always fear rears respect. Respect doesn't necessarily rear fear. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, and I get that. And I guess you like you said you could debate this forever. Um, There's no right answer. Well, sure, sure, and and again, it's all about what you want, you right. know. Because I can tell you, man, as many accolades and successes I've had, one of the most memorable moments in my life is pulling up in a club, packed, late, and the DJ shouted out that I was in the building. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Right. And that ain't fear. Right. And they like, oh, yo, y'all better watch your pockets or your girl right. is like, yo, respect your man's in the building, yo. Right. And I, I tell, I, you know, I told a cat the other day, like, he didn't even understand. I'm like, yo, seriously, you be talking to take these degrees, whatever. That moment right there is on my top five, one of the highlights of my life. Oh, that's, that's dope, though. Like, that's, that's dope. Like, I've, I've experienced a shout out like that. And I'm like... Ah, oh shit! Yeah. My, my parents would tell you that a very similar thing happened to them. They there's a um, there's a pastor. I can't remember his name. His church is right direction to Columbia, though. Okay. And they went there to visit. They sat where the pastor said. He was like, "Oh, you know, I want to thank uh, pastors uh, Delaney K and W J Frierson for being here." Shout out! To and the I was like, "Yo, this is a, this is a mega church." And they they call me up. My my dad was like, "Huh." Like I, I think it's a dope thing that, and, and and it's a respect thing. They didn't fear my dad to the reason why they were looking at me, making sure I didn't nah. screw up. Gotcha. It was they they respected him, but they respected him because of what he what he brought to the table, what they seen him do. Uh, man, my dad has made a bunch of black people a lot of money mm. just by giving them careers where they can take care of their families. Very good. So it's it's one of those like that's that's the respect aspect of it, right? Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's, they didn't fear him because of, you know, well, if you don't hire him, then I'm going to shut down the whole, nah, he didn't, he didn't have to come that way. But right. it, could, it could have been, like, jealousy is rooted out of fear. Sure. Um, some people like me because they are afraid that I could take them out. Bravo! <laughs> Realistically, there are some people, I can almost guarantee you, there are some people that, that deal with you. Mm-hmm. Because they don't know what you may do to them. 
Mm. Mm. I get it. Which is a fear rearing respect thing. Because they don't know the end result. Gotcha. But but they don't they don't come at you afraid. Okay. But it's one of those like in the back of my mind, yeah, I, I'm gonna leave this guy alone and I'm gonna make sure I'm his buddy. Because because. Because. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's so, smart. Yeah, and it, it's one of those things. Let me let me ask you this random question. What's up? Heroes. Mm-hmm. Not heroes. Heroes. Leaders. Leaders. Born a maid. Born a maid, right? I definitely made. Uh, I mean, definitely made. And we look at, we saying leaders, right? Right. They definitely made. They come from experience, man. Nobody says Kelvin was born. He is now a leader. You know, it's definitely the trials and tribulations. What they did. Anybody that's been a president, dog, you look at their history. And they've been, well, minus one. You look at their history, dog. They've been built to be the president. Whether it be they went to the Ivy League, whether it be they were put in a position where they did small government first and everybody knew they were going to be that guy. Um, so they're made. They're definitely made. Uh, they're not born. But again, I mean, you're born into some situations that make you become a leader. So I think they're leader, made, yeah. though. I think they're made. Okay. Yeah. What's your What's your opinion? Uh, yes, is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so you think yeah. it can go either way? It can go either way. There, there are some people who are born who have that um, that thing about them, that all factor about them. Just because, it, whether it's, um, you know what? Let me change that. Mm-hmm. Leaders are either made or imitate what they see. And that's made. Yeah. The reason why I say imitate what they see, because there's a lot of kids who imitate what their parents are doing and because they imitate what their parents are doing, they actually use those things in order to sure. lead. Sure. And as they're leading, they're like, okay, so I guess what next falls on me? Like the class clown or the, <laughs> you know, the football star, or right. whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, so I mean, are there some people who are more susceptible to those roles as they were born? I, I don't think I can say that anymore. So there we go. Yeah, so it may. Yeah, there it is. All right. Hey, look. Hey, look. That's one that don't have to be debated no more. Leaders are made. Go ahead and mark that one off. <laughs> there it Boom. is. All yeah. the front of your mom. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, we, that was easy. Yeah. Mark it yeah. off. <laughs> so <laughs> let's transition to family dynamics. Family dynamics. All right. How you make parenting look easy, bro? Oh, what? nah, bro. Because <laughs> you ain't looking hard enough. <laughs> Yo, the, the, the funny thing about parenting, bro, especially from my aspect and where I get lost sometimes, man. Obviously, I told you about the dynamics between me and my mom. And once we re-engaged, and understand, dog, up until that point, and once we re-engaged, my mother was, you know what I'm saying, was everything I needed out of a mom um, as a mom. Okay, again, we had our financial troubles. I had some criminal issues. I had some behavior issues. But everything I needed as a mom, uh, my mom had, had been through some criminal stuff. So she kind of she understood what I was going through. And, and um, you know, let me jump back. I think that was part of it. My mom was a hustler. So my mom always wanted to do things with an entrepreneurial spirit. And so... My my disdain for the whole situation was, why don't you just go get a regular job? You know what I mean? Like, right. like just go work eight to five. And then she would do it and it wouldn't work because that just wasn't her spirit. Dog. Right. But going from what my mom provided me 
I try to instill that to my kids, man. I try to tell my kids I love them three times a day. I try to be supportive of everything they want to do the same way my mom was. The unfortunate thing is that I'm chasing ghosts when it comes to finances. All right. My mom gave me everything as far as love. My mom supported me. She would cook for me. She would do her best to put clothes on my back. But this is where the finances lap. So then I try to cover that. Like, oh, I can remember being a kid and wanting this. Oh, I can remember being a kid and wanting this. Oh, I should get my kid this. And so I'm fighting a ghost. And then from the father aspect, where I didn't grow up with my dad, I'm fighting a ghost. Oh, and I know this name is tough right now, but this is what Bill Cosby would have done, right? You know what I mean? Not on this platform. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? This is what Uncle Phil would have done. You know, so I'm I'm going off of TV dads, which is a script. So then I'm I'm hunting ghosts there too. So you you kind of get exhausted on it, man, because I'm trying to be what I would have wanted and what I think everybody else would have wanted as a dad, which can be heavy sometimes. And then I'm still trying to be my mom, who was everything to me, but not the finance part. So it, it's right. it's just a chase, dog. And it and it's hard to determine parenting. When the kids are still young, man, let's see how they turn as an adult. But I've always just tried to be the best I can for them and then find out the lapses I had in my life and try to make sure they don't have those in theirs, man. Um, and we've had some tough times. I mean, we, we've had some tough and disappointed times where the kids have made some decisions I didn't think was best. Um, but again, that's life. Yeah. That's life, man. Yeah. You know, And, you know, I've always tried to respond. And unfortunately, dog, they, they hear some stories they don't like to hear. Um, you know, my daughter, she takes a lunch to school. And this is going to seem trivial. She takes a lunch to school. And I think one day she didn't eat the lunch because she didn't like what I packed. So I said, you know what? I used to take the lunch to school. You know what lunch I used to have at school? And she she thought it was a sincere conversation, but it wasn't, right? Right. You know what? I used to take the lunch for school. Oh, excuse me. To school for lunch. Um, And she said, what? Like a ham sandwich? No, a blue token. Because I used to get free lunch with right, this blue okay. token, right? Okay. And she had no idea what I was talking about. And you know what the blue token got me? No, no, what? Whatever they had. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, no, I didn't want this, I didn't want that. So I, I try to hit them with the tough stories, you know? Hey, I ain't have electricity, so y'all need to quit, quit complaining about this or quit complaining about that. Um, but, I, it, it, Kay, again, just going back and cleaning it up a little bit. It's just a matter of trying to give them a lot of love, trying to be supportive. And just trying to make sure they've got everything they need from a family dynamic setting, bro. So let me let's 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 dial back a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna give you this analogy. Okay. You got a a 97 inch TV on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I got got embellished. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) You're embellishing a little bit. So you go to let's say Best Buy. Sure. You're comparing a whole bunch of TVs beside each other. Mm-hmm. But when you bring that TV in your house, what you got to compare it to? The TV I had before? That's it, right? Okay. Okay. So when that TV's in here, how often do you think about the TV that you had before? Oh, not much. Okay. So I say that in the sense of, because I do it to my kids. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, y'all don't know how good y'all got mm. it now. Mm-hmm. They don't see it no other way. Mm -mm. What opened my eyes to me as an American Mm -hmm. was my sister from Jamaica, Mm -hmm. my my sister-in-law from Jamaica. She would always tell me, y'all lazy, 
Y'all don't do this, mm. y'all don't do that, blah, 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 so forth and so on. Them Jamaicans, well, they come up, yeah. they highbrow, aren't they? Well, well, them Jamaicans, so no, boy. Well, you, you know my dating history, brother, so not just them. <laughs> <laughs> All of them, that Oh, boy, they highbrow. But and go it, ahead, man, go, it, ahead, go ahead. It's one of those, your kids are beyond blessed. Yeah. So your struggle stories don't look like struggle them because they can't comprehend okay so okay you bring a great point so let me tell you i've taken them kids on scared straight Uh uh-huh i've had them kids talk to inmates Uh like i I put it in their face though you know and i tell them about these some of these terrible stories i have coming from work so i try to give the visual it's almost like a 4D, bro. Right. I try to give you the visual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you you got to feel the feel, Because yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, ah, he just tripping, dog. He, ah, right. what are you talking about? Ah, you know, because I used to walk up here to school both ways. Oh, oh that's why you ain't graduating? Right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Too tired. Yeah, so I try to hit him with all sides of it. Like, listen, bro, I'm telling you. So I get it. I right. get what you're saying. And, right. I, and so that's a good point, Kay. I think they've done a good job of being receptive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's rare. Yeah, that's yeah, rare. I think it is. I think it is. Maybe I'm just a dynamic storyteller, bro. Yeah. They just, well, yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> I see a lot of old school parenting in in what it is that you and your wife do. Gotcha. Because it's it's one of those like in in your instance, you've had TV dads. Sure. You've had um, the coach that would pick you up, like right. those kind of examples. And it's one of those y'all. I'm gonna teach y'all. Y'all gotta y'all gotta hustle to get it. However. I'm going to give you all the opportunities that you need in order to make it happen. Sure. There you go. So I'm not going to give you any excuses to not make it happen. I grew up that way. Right. I grew up with with no excuses at all. We're going to give you everything it is that you need and most of what it is that you want in order to make make this happen. You show me through your efforts how much you want Mm. this. And that's the the argument and conversation that I've been having with my kids now. Like, you ain't got no excuses. Mm. And oh well, you know, we not doing what a, you ain't the other kids. The other kids don't live here. You live here. That makes sense. Okay. So we're giving you all the opportunities in order to be the best versions of yourself without living through you. This is your life to live, but these are things that you want to do. Um, I know the the one pushback that I always get is if Peyton starts a sport, mm-hmm. he can't quit. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about when the season over. You can't quit, period, until you done with high school. Wow. Okay. Because this is something that you signed up for and you need to see it through just to see what other skills you can gain from it. What if they want to change sports? You can change sports. Okay. Um, Because baseball season and football season ain't the same season. Sure. Um, Well, I I want to play AAU basketball versus track. Well, track is your school sport. Mm. You can play AAU basketball over the summer. Over the summer. Right. So, like, there's a... You can do this, but you'll be doing it over the summer. Okay. And it's it's a I always give the example of most kids don't know what the hell they want. <laughs> right now, e- even yours, bro. Right now, if you went upstairs and you asked your daughter, hey, what you want to eat today? Uh-huh. That's a that's a common response. What do you want to do today? Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're setting that path for them the entire time. Because otherwise, they don't know. Right. And or they either don't know or they're scared to tell you what they really what it really is that they want to do. So the structure and everything starts with you. Right. Right. And it's you're going to adhere to this structure. If you don't like it, 
then once you're old enough, make your own decisions. But here I'm responsible for your success. <laughs> well, there you go. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So, but I get a lot of kickback from from uh, new parents. And Deion Sanders said it best. He said, "Kids gonna be ki- kids. Ain't changed. No. Kids are gonna be kids. Kids are gonna do what it is that they need to do. They'll push certain envelopes, whatever the case it is. Parents are the ones that change. But so, so I, I think that's a great point, man. This yeah. is probably gonna be a segue to something else, but. Um, <laughs> you know, I always try to teach them too. This is that this is that mamba mentality, bro. Like uh, outwork the room. Outwork, outwork the, room. the room. Yeah. I tell them all the time, outwork the room. And I've always tried to be um as much help as I can there, whether that be us working together, you know, like whether that be extra bad in practice or um lifting and, and all that other stuff. So I tell them outwork the room. And and this is unfortunate, and some parents that listen may get offended by this, but I tell them, look, man, when I came up, kids want to be smart. Kids want to be the best. Um, When I came up, kids want to be the best athlete. They want to be the best hooper. Um, They want to be the best player. They wanted those superlatives that you get in the yearbook. I said, your generation don't want any of that. They just want to feel comfortable, and they don't want to strive to be great. So it's going to be easy for you to be great. If you work the hardest in the room because your peers suck. Damn. And that's just what I've told them. They ain't trying to be great, man. They're trying to be okay. Yeah. But they're not trying to be great. Ain't, ain't no lies of what you're saying. And that, that's the uh, old adage of hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. There you go. There's a bunch of talented kids out here that suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Call a spade a spade. Well, sure. Sure. Yeah. It, it's, you're terrible. And thank you for allowing my son to get the opportunity <laughs> that you don't want to take advantage of because you don't have any work ethic. Because you don't have any work ethic and you want to be comfortable. Point Frierson's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. That's what I told him. We'll take it, bro. We right. will take it. Right. So, uh, and it's not a segue yet. Because I one thing, <laughs> one thing I can say is that where Kobe's not in my, my top five. Yikes. Mike's not. Hold up. Well, I lie. I lie. <laughs> Kobe's not in my top five. Jay-Z is not. We talked about this. Oh, Jay-Z is not, not, it, top not my rapper. top five rappers. Wow. Not he ain't in my top ten rappers. Wow. However, I put him and Kobe in the same classroom is because there are certain things you can't teach. You gotta have. And mm-hmm. those boys got it. Mm-hmm. So I don't even call it honorable mention. I say they in a classroom of their own. Nah, you just for certain things. I, you not, trying to get everybody off your back, dog. Nah, just, just no, say no, 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 no. No, it's for real. Like, cause I, I've seen to me, and my cousin and I, we talked about this. To me, Kobe made Kobe better. Okay. Kobe lifted his teammates because Kobe was good. Mm-hmm. Kobe was going to win because he wanted to win, mm-hmm. not because we wanted to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's where me and Kobe fall out. Okay. Same thing with Jay. Jay will always lift his family because Jay-Z wants to win. Mm-hmm. Not, A, B, I want to put you in a position where we all can win. No, Ooh, not Beyonce. Yeah, talking Beyonce. about Beanie Siegel. No, Bravo. Beyonce. <laughs> because Beyonce got that same thing. She want to win. Mm-hmm. So it's, yo, know, if we both putting our individual selves in the place where we want to win, then our two holes can create a bigger hole. That's fine. Like, like so I don't think they're a team. <laughs> they are not a they team. They're definitely a team. They're not Jay. a team. Like, they're definitely a team. Like, what? They made an album together, didn't they? Just because you made it. Jay Z and R. Kelly made an album together, Whoa, bro. Now, I don't know if that name is safe, though. Whoa. R. Kelly is safe. I was listening to TP2000 Yikes. just this week. Nobody's bro. ever going to hear this episode. <laughs> 
That's it. I'm about to make Dang. this hot. We did all this for nothing. CP2000. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that name is safe, bro. What? Apple Music and Spotify still playing them. That don't so mean, it's got to be safe, bro. Uh, man, yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't agree with what he did. But the Cupid Shuffle, not the Cupid Shuffle, but the, uh, what's it called? Step? Yeah, Step in the Name of Love. <laughs> my mom and I, you saw us. My mom and I, we stepped in the name of love at my reception. Oh, yeah, like that's, that's, it just is what it is. That's our jam, man. That is, that is our jam. So you got a, you got a, a playlist of Mike. And R. Kelly. Yeah, Mike, R. Kelly, Chris Brown is in that playlist as well. Oh, Chris Brown. You know, Chris Brown, I don't know if you saw that. He came out and he was like, oh, y'all ain't mad at Blueface for punching on his girl, right? I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Okay, this is some ratchet That's news. Great. Stay out of the ratchet news, oh, bro. So Blueface beat up his girl on social media live, whatever. And Chris Brown came out. And was like, I can't believe y'all celebrating Blueface. Y'all, y'all wrong. When I beat up Rihanna, y'all were mad at me. Like Chris Brown. Like, who was your publicist, bro? Nobody yeah. remembers that. Chris now Brown. everybody's remembering that, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Chris Brown listening to Finesse two times. Right. It's cool when they do. <laughs> right. What's the problem when I do it? Well, how about this, though? Just to show you how petty these young boys are, man. Blueface says, man, I beat up a hood rat. You beat up an R&B singer. No, she's a hood. <laughs> Have you ever heard her beginning What story? I'm saying is, yeah, though, but... dog, like, he basically saying, hey, man, it's cool to beat up the girl that nobody care about. And I'm like, these young boys, man. Wow. That's yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> that's another thing, dog. I don't know if you, and you know jokes, man. These young boys will fight girls now. Like, man, these boys just have no direction, yeah, they man. They out there. They Golly. out there. They out there. Like my man from Spirit that tackled that girl at the hotel at the uh, the airport. You haven't seen no, this. See, you gotta stay in Spirit that, News, bro. You know what I mean? That's more right. You gotta make sure the plane news. don't get canceled. You know what I mean? But yeah, Spirit dude tackled this girl oh. in the in the airport, man. By the way, I'm okay flying Spirit in Frontier, y'all. I just want y'all to know. I just want y'all to know that. Hey, Frontier got an all-you-can-fly pass. Five hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> $500 and it took everything in me in January not to buy it. It took everything in me not to buy it. Bro. Oh my gosh, because bro. I was almost all over. I'm like, anywhere domestic for 500 Do I tell the spirit story, man? Have I ever told you the spirit no, story? No, but please tell it. Listen, man. All right. So, <laughs> we we going to get back to prayer tonight. All right. Listen, man. So I'm like, yo, we going to go somewhere. We going to go somewhere for Nikki's birthday, right? We going to go somewhere. I said, man. We still trying to figure it out. Like, man, let's go to New Orleans. Everybody loves New Orleans. Um, not really sure how I feel about New Orleans. I like rice, but I don't like that much rice. <laughs> but, golly. but anyway, so by the third day, I was like, man, can we just go to Subway? Man, I don't need no sauce. I don't need no shrimp. I don't need no rice. Just cheese. What? <laughs> Turkey. Duh. But anyway, duh. anyway, just rice everywhere, Kay. But <laughs> oh my God. we went to New Orleans. I'm like, yo, we going to fly Spirit. She was like, Spirit. I was like, yeah, yeah, they fly out of Atlanta. All right, so we got there. The lady checks us in. You know, she take your ID, get your ticket. Put the bags on the little rail or whatever. All right, we go up. We go through TSA and all that. All right, so then you go to the next waiting area. How about the same lady that checked us in is at the waiting area? I'm like, okay, cool. Why don't you, you know, hop, skip, no problem. And she check us in. She tell us have a nice flight. Okay. We get down. You know, I'm settled in. You know, you look out the windows, kind of see what's every, everything's going on. How about she down there on the tarmac loading the luggage onto the plane? I'm like, well, I said, hey, 
What? <laughs> like she got on the highlighted vest, you know what I mean? Loading the luggage. Okay. How they were short staff. But now nah, listen, bro. It ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over. So we sitting there like, okay, guys, we waiting on the staff to get here, waiting on the crew, get y'all squared away. How about she come on this she come on the plane and give us the seatbelt instructions? I'm like, wait a minute. Alright, so I'm like, she gonna leave? Now she's sitting in that little seat. Oh she fly God. to New Orleans with us. They open it up. You know how you normally you hear the plane like get unjacked or whatever. You ain't hear nothing. So I'm like, what's going on? She had to leave <laughs> to go start taking the bags off. <laughs> <laughs> so this lady did all five of them jobs, dog. Hey, look, bro. Have you seen the above the rim scene where the dude Blocks the shot, grabs the rebound, throw the ball down court, and he the one that catch it and dunk it. Who Shep? He was he. I think he wore number eighty seven. It was the dude that played on the other team. No. So that I gotta find the clip, bro. They said, "Yo, he's the <laughs> rawest athlete ever." How you grab the rebound, throw the pass, and dunk? <laughs> all in the same. <laughs> so while you telling this story, all I can all see, you see is above the is rim. That scene they must be related. Dog. They must be related. Must be Jamaican. You know, she worked five jobs. <laughs> she worked five jobs. <laughs> all at one place. Right. <laughs> one job. Oh one my god. Job? So yeah. yeah. Oh, that is yeah. awful. And so, but but at the same time, I'm like, I might be in trouble. This lady is doing every uh, all these jobs. In trouble for what? Cause that's you got just, there safely, right? Them well, this is before we took off. You know, I was thinking to myself, like, they really don't have enough resources. But again, that's why you can do a return flight for nine dollars. So, hey, it is what it is. Shout out to Spirit Airlines. Shout out to Spirit Airlines. One Man, thing you- I don't do is I, <laughs> I started doing like an emodium before I got on, <laughs> depending okay. on how long the flight is. So I don't ever have to move from my seat. As long as I'm on the Spirit Airline, I ain't moving. Ain't moving. I'm, I'm good. Right. I am a okay. I don't do public bathrooms anyway. Like so, that's that's just one of those things. <laughs> I've always had a job where I lived at least 10, 15 minutes away from the crib. Uh-huh. That way, if I had to go to lunch and relieve myself, I do what I need to do. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I got a terrible fear of public <laughs> bathrooms, bro. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little well, We won't, but well, somebody will. <laughs> All right, so who the real boss in the house? <laughs> what does that even mean, Who's dog? Who's the real boss in the house? I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. I look out. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. 